The I Am Independent podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hello and welcome to the I Am Independent podcast. Loretta and Bianca here. Um, Today we thought we would talk about radio, uh, getting radio. Um, In the past, it certainly was the difference between making and breaking an artist. In fact, there was a time when the major labels, certainly in the UK, a whole campaign would be centred around getting Radio 1 placed specifically if you wanted to be a chart artist. And to work up those charts was what how you would define success, whether you got that or not. Well, we're not quite in that age, but radio is still here. Um, those of you who listen regularly will know that my background's in radio. I've worked in radio for 12 years. I, I love radio. Um, and I'm a big fan of it. I certainly still feel it has a place, um, although it's not what it used to be. So we thought we'd talk about some of those things and give you some hints and tips in getting some early radio play and progressing uh, along the journey in radio uh, as an independent artist. Yeah, and I think um, radio feels in some, at a sort of independent level, maybe the sort of initial entry levels of that career that of your career that it's not maybe as as important and I think on all levels of of our career streaming has kind of overtaken that in importance really like focusing on getting on a playlist which kind of serves as kind of like a radio station without the ads if you have Spotify premium um and so you're so streaming has kind of overtaken that in terms of our focus as artists but radio still has its place doesn't it Yes, absolutely. I think um, in the past, and I've used this analogy many times, it was a little bit like a restaurant that you would go into and there's a menu with just four things on the menu and that was it. You had to have what was on the menu and that's all you knew and that's where you would go to get it. That's pretty much what the radio stations were like. The radio stations uh, were the restaurant and uh, what was on the menu was decided by major labels and the owners or programme directors of radio stations and that was it. That's who we knew because that's all we had access to. Uh, the amazing thing in the age of streaming is those floodgates have just been opened. Suddenly, there's not one restaurant. There's a whole row of restaurants, a whole town of restaurants, and they're all serving different flavours. And every kind of flavour that you can imagine is now available to anyone. Um, and anybody can put their flavour for sale, if you like. And I love that. I've always been a fan of that. Um, now you can go on Spotify or any streaming platform that you prefer to use and you can find the most unusual music and that might be your jam so now you have access to to that so I love that um there are the arguments that things have become flooded um and there are the arguments that even in um some of the streaming platforms which were great for independent artists to finally be heard finally be able to find their tribe that it is becoming more and more exclusives because in a sense you could argue that playlists are what radio stations used to be you know the exclusivity of trying to get on a a, an editorial playlist on Spotify or Amazon or or YouTube music any of these things and and it has become more and more closed shop however uh, in terms of radio I think we need to not underestimate um, 
how many people listen to radio. Um, there may be a lot of people who have transferred to streaming services or who use social media, but there's still a large proportion of the world uh, and of this um, country and whatever country you may be in that uses radio. That's what they're used to. They have it on in the background. It's their companion. And it is a great way to introduce your music to people. Now, because uh, thanks to streaming platforms, there are radio um, shows and radio stations that have made room for the independent artist. And this is great news because in the past, like I said, you had those four things on the menu and the, they created a problem for themselves, um, many of the radio stations, because uh, when independent artists were going ahead and doing their thing as us independent artists do and seeing success in that way suddenly the major labels and the radio stations were hang on a minute we're the ones who introduce new artists what are they doing over there and suddenly they realized they would be missing a trick if they didn't engage with up-and-coming music so it made it less of this elite club and even this uh, emergence of things like BBC introducing was exactly because of that they realized it was essential for them to keep a link to grassroots up-and-coming artists if they wanted to be a part of somebody's journey and uh, I think they finally realized the privilege to be able to be involved in that I think they'd forgotten they needed artists and music as much uh, actually more than uh, artists needed radio so that's where the balance has shifted but I still think it plays an important part yes um and so we're kind of wanting to run through like when how do you contact a radio station what's like the what are some of the best practices when you want to kind of get your music in front of them as an independent artist and we spoke we've touched on it in other podcasts and discussions about um around a release you do all the different things you do around your release schedule and then one of those things um should be putting together a press release and it's an announcement um of your track um or your release your ep your album and um, it has all the relevant information about that song um, all the codes and pre-save links and all the different things that you might need on that. And then then there's a bit of a bit about that song and a bit about you. And that's actually quite important. We have spoken about it in depth um, in our press release um, and PR podcast and we have a specific video about press releases on our YouTube channel. Um, but it's really quite important to... Um, think like a radio DJ and we say that to say think if you're somebody that works um, and produces a show um, you're always looking for content you're always looking for um, interesting content to, to play and it's interesting people to um, introduce to your own audience so if you think like that you think okay so how do I um, talk about this song or this release in an interesting way what are some interesting bits of information as to why i wrote it the inspiration about it interesting things about me and where i was when i created it or who i created that with um having interesting story around you and around your release can actually help to do the radio dj's job for them and that can be quite an inviting prospect and I think just um, a way, a great way of getting early radio play, mentioned it earlier, but it's BBC introducing, it's 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 there for every independent artist and you can upload um, two tracks 
every three months, I believe it is. Um, and you will be notified when they've been listened to. So that's just even really encouraging to know that it's not just falling into this abyss, but somebody from a team. Uh, basically, you apply to, you put your postcode in and you apply um, to the show that is local to where you live. Um, obviously, places like London, get saturated as well so if you are from somewhere else but you live in London you could even apply from your home address or where you grew up um, because the whole point is getting to the top of the pile if you like and if you're local or that's where you grew up and they really like your music they may then invite you for an interview because you know you're a local person a local celebrity if you like so that's a great way to get some early radio play but also targeting local radio stations they might be a smaller audience than the national ones but uh, local people are very uh, loyal to their local stations and often there will be a music um, show it's a very on trend for even local stations to have a show that is known for the one that plays new music. So find out who that is. These days, a lot of DJs, even on some of the bigger stations, are people who you can find on social media who may have a big following themselves. You can even contact them directly. Um, either sometimes they have their email address on their Instagram account, or you can even DM them and ask them if you could have them or their producer's email address and just send them your press release and ask if you can be on their show and just like uh, Bianca said um, making sure you have something interesting in there uh, a great way um, to get early radio play or to, to get something more than just your song played is if your song has been written with a particular theme and that ties in with some kind of national event it's a great time to uh, contact a radio station ahead of that so uh, for example if your um, song was inspired by a story around mental health, then a few weeks before Mental Health Awareness Week, you could email some radio stations and say, hey, uh, Mental Health Awareness Week is coming up. I wonder if you're looking up for some great content. Not only do I have this single coming out, but I've got my own personal story, story which inspired the song. I'd love to come and talk to you about it. Would you like to interview me? Now, you might think, well, will they? Yes, they would. There's a whole group of producers there who's editor has just said to them come on guys we've got mental health awareness week coming up who's got some ideas of content if you've done their job for them they are certainly going to say yes please we definitely want something interesting so be thinking about that thinking about any themes in your music or in your own story if they um, tie into a local event a local station a national event a day um, some kind of celebration or something that marks it then highlight that when you contact the station it's more likely to get you an interview or maybe it will get you some a play of your song but it also means that they could talk around it which gives you a bit longer airspace it also means that your song uh, your name is going to stay not only in that DJ's mind but also of the listeners who are listening as well. Yeah um, and it's something to get into good practice with to do with each release and each song. I mean, with BBC introducing, I was laughing when you uh, in, internally when you were saying it because when you send your your track off and then they send you confirmation, they're like, "Thank you for your track." Someone will listen to it within the next six months, and you're like, six months, <laughs> six months." Um, but it's a good practice to have. I think they just try to cover themselves. I think generally they do actually listen. Um, quicker than that you know sooner than that but it's a good practice just to you've got to be in it to win it at the um especially in the early stages but we found that um with my releases having an interesting story um has 
produced interviews um, a couple of times of BBC, um, BBC Radio London. Um, um, for the last couple of releases, I've been able to um, go on for an interview and to sing live or they play my track. And that's what we think has been purely because of the story around the press release and, and having something that maybe they would like to talk about on the show. Um, like the first track was about introversion um, and it was about being at home. And so, you know, they said that they would like to talk about that on the show. We didn't end up, in, we didn't end up actually talking about that on the, on the when I went there, but it's neither here nor there. Um, I was able to go there and chat and play and play my song live. So, and then just recently, again, for my recent track, we actually sent that press release when was it about two months ago when it was released maybe it was longer than that when it was released but actually that got picked up just um a week or two ago and i think uh, partly was maybe because of lockdown and being them needing to um you know find interesting content and music and so they're probably going through the emails and things like that and they found that that and they actually maybe they didn't listen to it the first time around but you know they listen to it now and so being able to send an email that people can read and connect with and DJs can go okay yeah I, um, this seems great maybe not for right the moment that you sent it but um, it could be a little bit further down the line but sending it out as practice is really important. I would say uh, as an independent artist in the early stage of your career that story angle is your best bet of getting radio play because it has to be a given that your music is excellent but if you are competing against artists who are signed or have got a label rep or a radio plugger going in uh, who, you know, they can release whatever music they want and then that music gets put in front of them for them to choose to listen to sonically. However, yours just has to be good. But the thing that's going to make them even press play is if they're like, oh, this sounds interesting. And I'm pretty sure um, that the interview that Bianca got recently, they would have looked back through. If there was one that just had an MP3 attached to it and nothing else, I think they'd be like, okay, how do I know if that's good? The one that's got, uh, is laid out nicely, that has a headline which tells them what the angle could be or what the talking point is, which gives you a hint that this person's going to be a good conversationist. I'm going to get an interview out of this. Then I'm sure they'd be like, right, that is one that looks like a potential for content. Um, so yeah, that angle, finding that story, your story is one of your most powerful assets for getting some early radio play. If you enjoy the I Am Independent podcast and you like our resources that we share on YouTube and Instagram, you might want to sign up for our next I Am Independent Bootcamp. It's an online four-week workshop course where we'll be covering who you are as an artist and knowing your why, music admin including PRS and PPL, touring, gigging and getting paid, marketing, PR and social media too. There's also an opportunity to connect with other independent artists and ask any questions that you've been wanting to know more about. Simply visit our website, iamindependent.co.uk or any of our social media pages at We Are Independent Artists for more details. The next course starts on July the 2nd. Yeah, and then we wanted to kind of touch on like what happens when you actually 
are able to get in front of people and actually you are called in and said, oh, yeah, we'd love to interview you. When can you come in and you arrange the day and you go along? We, um, we'd love you to play your song live and then we'll have a chat. Um, or we would love to play your track and then we will have a chat of you before or after. When you're there, um, I feel like it, it depends on your personality, but if you're a more chill personality it's probably be well to just be in your most conversational mood you know and to be really engaging and I find just I call it hamming up and when I say hamming up I'm not like I don't feel like I'm annoying with it but actually flowing with what they're doing really coming with the energy that you're interested in the conversation you're not doing one word answers like you're keeping the conversation going but I but having having one mind on the fact that they are filling time but they don't have lots of time so they they are they're very much aware of this need we need to talk for this amount of time and then we need to we need to wrap it up because i need to go to the news or the weather or whatever so being aware that they are running to time but actually whilst you're communicating to give as much as you can um is important so when i go in i i'm very aware that i'm following their lead but um, I just really want to like get into every question, and 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 I, I try to listen a bit beforehand. Like the other day, it was BBC, and I don't necessarily listen to radio in the morning. I'm more of a listen to radio in the car type of girl. Um, so I made sure I listened beforehand. Um, for I think I listened for a good hour to the show before what they were talking about. They're talking about love, and they had another guest on, and the stuff that they were asking that person just to get my head in the headspace of what this show is all about um so that um yeah I just knew what I just kind of knew what the flow was there was a and at this particular interview the whole show was about love and what you think about love and your favorite love songs and they asked the person before to sing a bit of their song so I thought oh they're gonna ask me um so I was or, or I, I actually thought they were gonna ask me or they may ask me to sing a bit if they ask me what my favorite love song is they might ask me to sing a bit of that so I thought okay what song would I choose actually I do like this song but actually that's not a good song to sing because mm. <clears throat> so um I chose another song that I like so I was kind of prepared I, I didn't know the lyrics so I had a little look they didn't end up asking me that but I just wanted to be prepared in case they did so listening to the show beforehand if you can and if you know they've been on for a bit which I usually are before they get a guest um it's probably a good idea too that's really, really great advice, Bianca. And I, I wish that all artists would do that. From my, from the other perspective, as a, a radio pro- broadcaster, I mean, at the end of the day, and I always say this to make my guests feel more com- comfortable, but it's true. If you have a bad interview, you can pretty much blame the interviewer because it's the interviewer's pers- a job to conduct an interview, to ask you great questions so that you have the opportunity um, to be able to share your story and to make great radio. So in theory, even if you have the worst person to interview, you should be able to make it good. But I have to admit, it can be really hard work when you're giving, feeding someone a line and they're just giving you the absolute minimum. You know, um, obviously as an interviewer, I try not to ask closed questions that would just be a yes or no. But sometimes you can ask an open-ended one but somebody just gives you a four-word answer and then you're like oh I kind of was hoping that you would talk a bit more and just realizing that this is your moment to shine not only if you are articulate and engaging 
will the interviewers potentially remember you and say something that you've talked about maybe your releases on a particular subject that's personal to you you never know that topic and this has happened at the radio station I've worked with many times a topic will come up a few months later a year later go remember that person we spoke to they knew about this and they were really um, articulate they may then call you up again for another interview another time Um, even if it's about something that's not to do with your music the chances are at the end they'll say and when's your next music coming out there you go you've had a sneaky plug at your music so making sure that you shine in those moments they give you to speak but absolutely like Bianca said being aware that you cannot waffle if you waffle they are likely to cut you off so make sure you get to the point of the most important things you want to get across I remember speaking to a few artists who um, did an interview and afterwards they're like I completely forgot to mention my single and they're just like oh my gosh you know they got talking and banter but make sure even if you are engaging with that remember you are there to plug your music so make sure you um, say your name if they haven't introduced you clearly make sure even if they've asked you about your music just say yep so my single which comes out next Monday so you are making sure you get the information you want out and if that means you need to write a few notes if it's a phone interview so you've got that in front of you Otherwise, like Bianca did, make sure you listen and make sure you're really prepared. Yeah, and and just have fun with it. I think um, they want to make a, a great show. Um, so I just try to just to be on like my on best form. Do you know what I mean? It's not I'm not like being out of character, but just like just matching the energy of the show basically like you know um the last one I did they'll talk talked about some they asked me some deeper questions and then we had a bit of a laugh and just kind of just match the energy and just re- like read the room the virtual room the room you can't see um yeah and and then just have fun I think I, I quite I quite enjoy radio I think it's quite um yeah you know I just think it's not not necessarily a pressurized environment in my opinion and I think it's a great way to show your personality um without like being on video and you know it just it it just takes most of the time it takes away that barrier a lot of radios radio shows are kind of videoed now but i think it um it most of the time you're shielded from that part so you can kind of just focus on having a good chat really And if you do know you've got a radio interview coming up, then earlier in the day, post about it. Let people know. Don't tell them afterwards. Give people an opportunity to think, oh, I'll make sure I'm listening at that time. Let them know that it's coming up. Often these days, shows will even give you um, a post to put on social media, which and they'll tell you who to tag in. They will then um, retweet that or reshare that or add it to their stories as well. So make sure that you shout about it because it's a really good milestone to get a radio interview and some radio play as well. And just to maybe like, I didn't do my, this one, which I can probably still do, but sometimes I might listen to it and screen record it just so I can kind of have, they don't usually send you audio, but I can just have it for myself. Maybe I can like post it on stories, post some clips on there, but just to have it for yourself. Like, you know, you've been on the radio. So it's, it's a milestone if you haven't done it before. And lots of the BBC shows you can listen back to as well. So you can um, repost that and tell people which point, uh, what timestamp to listen in from as well if people did miss it. So, you know, you don't have to just think about the people who are listening at the time. It's it's a longer life than that. And yeah, it's a, it's a big achievement. It's a good one um, to make sure you're not quiet about. Um, 
moving on from the kind of next tier up from that, and it's one that I've just recently ventured in with one of my artists, is the world of radio pluggers. Now, in the past, um, with one of my artists, we've worked with radio pluggers, and it's always been difficult to know if that's really worked um, and what difference it's really made because you a little bit like when we've spoken before about press PR when they just say to you oh no they didn't like it they don't want to feature it and you're not there so you don't know have have you put it in front of people um have uh, have I actually got any feedback now any good radio plugger these days should actually um send you a report They'll send you a report um, which will actually give you comments from the DJs that they've sent it to. So they have a feedback form and they have to tell you their thoughts on it and whether they think it's one for them or not, whether they're like, yep, we're going to play it at this time and that kind of thing. So at least you can get some evidence that the radio plugger is actually doing uh, their job. But there's all sorts of things to think about when you're having a release as well, because often a radio plugger will be going in, they have a very limited amount of time um, with whoever is in control of uh, their playlists. And if your album's coming out at the same week that Stormzy's is, or the same week that Stormzy has got a single, or there's three other major artists, you're just not going to get a look in. So you can actually find out, you can um, find out, the radio plugger would usually know um, particularly for your genre. So that's another tip to make sure if you are going to use a radio plugger that you use one that's familiar with your genre of music. They will generally have their ear to the ground to know when any big releases in your genre to stay away from those. But it is something that you can uh, research and, and do yourself. But the whole thing with radio plugs, you are taking a bit of a risk because it's a lot of money, it's expensive, it's not cheap. But when it pays off, it is great because these are people whose job is to build a relationship up with the people who are the gatekeepers to that radio station. And uh, very recently, uh, one of my artists got playlisted initially on the C list on BBC One Extra. Um, which was fantastic. But then uh, the great thing is we've seen progression that's now been added to the B list. Um, and we're hoping from the back of that, that will be added to the A list. It will filter through to Radio 1 as well. And I have to say the 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 payoff of that that we've seen is you do get a lot more people messaging who say that they heard it on the radio. So in itself, that proves that there's more people than we think that are still listening to radio. It also means that other people like live agents, if you're looking for a booking agent, that sort of thing really counts. Um, it's not the only thing they look for, but all of these things, again, are just showing that you are growing in influence uh, and reach as an artist. Um, and finding a radio plugger that you trust who's going to do that and who's going to keep presenting the story at the right times is worth their weight in gold. Because like I said, there are a lot of unreliable ones out there. But if you can get one that really believes in um, your music and you want to choose somebody who hasn't got massive big names because, of course, they're going to be putting those first. So somebody who really believes in your music and wants to take it up to the next level with you is a really valuable member of your team. When you've got those kind of regional radio interviews, when you've done that, when you've done the local radio, when you're kind of known on that scene, it might be time to save up and invest. And maybe by then you'll be working with a label, whether that's an indie label or artist services, 
You don't have to be with a major label to have a radio plugger. You could even do it as an independent artist and you can certainly do it if you're working with label services. They will often have used radio pluggers before so they can even suggest ones to you that they know and like and trust and have worked with before. And if there's a relationship there with the whole team, uh, I think it works much more for everyone wanting the artist to win so everyone works together um, so those might be things that you're not at the stage that are relevant to you but it's just good to know how it works so that you're prepared when it comes and you know what to look for sometimes the thing that looks the biggest and the shiniest isn't the thing that's going to always serve you so it's really good to know how things work behind the scenes yeah the biggest and shiniest things are, are usually not the not the way to go but it's hard to it's hard to know those big bright lights can be dazzling um, what sort of cost is um, is it is it to hire, to hire a radio plugger and for how long do they generally work for? So it would be really expensive to hire somebody for like the entire album, like every single track you do on the album. Um, but of course, there are people who do have the money for that and usually people who have got some kind of label support behind them. But if you, you could get um, for an album campaign... You could, um, so for example, with the artist that um, I've worked with, with a radio plugger, for the first single, we didn't use the radio plugger. So we just put it out there organically. We have done that whole scene of doing the local radio stations, the regionals, had made some relationships with DJs. So we basically fed it to them ourselves and even got a few interviews that way for the first single to save money. When it came to the second single, we, uh, by then we'd announced the am album, we were ramping up. Um, we actually paid a radio plugger for three singles, but the third single was in conjunction, was the focus single for the album. So that was actually the single which was introducing the entire album. And I think if I remember correctly, you're, you're looking at roughly around a thousand pounds per single. So you're looking for a campaign at around £3,000. So it's not cheap. And would you, I mean, I suppose at that stage of your career where you're looking into plug, a plugger, you kind of probably have, have saved or have funding or have income for your whole campaign. But if would you choose a plugger over PR or would you do both at that stage? I think it depends which areas you need strengthening in. So if you've made enough contacts that you know, actually, I know the editor of Clash who's going to give us a premiere and I know the editor of it's a few PR things that are going to be a good look that are enough for people to hear that it's out. Um, then it's probably not worth putting the money in that. And if you've not ventured into radio, you might think, well, this is a new area. I, I need the help that I don't have the clout myself. Obviously, if you've got the funds, do both. Do everything you can afford. But if you had to choose one, choose the one that's going to benefit you the most. So I think you have to do quite a lot of groundwork before you're at the level that you can be bursting into radio. You need to really be, your streams need to be very high. Um, people need to have kind of heard of you before. Um, so if you're not at that stage, then probably it's best to put your money into getting some great PR and marketing and a, and a company that perhaps we can get you some longer spreads, some sofa time, um, 
more in-depth interviews rather than just a review of the album but if you are at that stage when you've done that a few times and your name's been about a bit it might be time to invest in a radio plugger and just try and break through to that next level Mm, interesting yeah that's cool so yeah that's it that's our little chat on how to get how to work on getting your tracks on radio and radio pluggers. Um, if you have any more questions about that, do hit us up um, on our social media. We're most active on, I'd say, Facebook and Instagram at We Are Independent Artists. Um, you're welcome to email us as well, or um, we're probably going to try and post this um, in full on our IGTV. Um, so, yeah, post a comment if you've got any questions about radio pluggers and... Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful, practical and inspirational resources. Sign up at www.iamindependent.co.uk For more great content from I Am Independent, Find us on social media at We Are Independent Artists. You might want to sign up for our next I Am Independent Boot Camp. The next course starts on July the 2nd.